Welcome to Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a weekly podcast where Hot Springs Village, Arkansas is the star. Join me, Randy Cantrell, and my co-host Dennis Simpson as we discuss the history, facts, people, places, events, lots more surrounding Hot Springs Village, Arkansas. Visit the website at hotspringsvillageinsideout.com. Joining us today is Clara Nicolosi. Clara is the owner-broker of Remax of Hot Springs Village, Arkansas. Hello and welcome to Hot Springs Village Inside Out with my co-host, Randy Cantrell. Inside the greater and Dallas you catch, area. You catch me off every stinking I, I throw time. him. It's, it's like he doesn't know we're recording. No, You're I the know, one that hits I, And I know my name. It's not like I don't know my name. I'm just, I'm just a passenger. I'm hoping he'll just keep on going, but and you know, know what? Bless his soul. When I'm on one of two things, Clara, if I've had Sudafed or if I've had a, 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 a progesterone for my sinuses or whatever, mm-hmm. I, I told him the other day, I thought it, I sound like Daffy, Daffy duck on quack. I was talking so fast. So bless his soul. He's got to catch up. He's got to keep up and it's hard. And we have the lovely Miss Clara Nicolosi with us today. Clara, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Dennis? Wonderful. And it's, it's late summer. We're August 18th, Randy. We are. And it's a beautiful day. It's uh, we've had a 2021, cooler... by the way, for those of you that are listening in the future, 2021, that, that's how the evergreen thing happens. Um, and it's, it's a 80 mid eighties day. It's not the blistering 95 and no rain and whatever we had. A you got rain today. coming if you don't have it. Cause we've had rain for two days in Dallas. So it's coming your way. So let me get this straight. So you've packed it up and it's, it's on a FedEx truck over here, right? Yeah. I don't know about FedEx, but it's, it could be on a slow boat you know where, but it's headed well, your let, way. Let's talk about a faster boat, Miss Clara. How's real estate in Hot Springs Village, Arkansas in August of 2021? Well, Dennis, you talked about um, the temperature being hot outside. <laughs> well, it matches what our real estate market is right now. Um, I was working at, uh, on comps or, or, or just the stats for the end of July because we haven't finished out August yet. And, and Man, is it amazing. Some numbers that are impressive to me as for the entire year last year in 2020, we had 85 new construction build permits put in with our property owners association. At the end of July, we had 85. At the end of July. July. So we are far ahead of schedule. I think we were 40% up and new builds were were 50% up in, in vacant lot sales. And we're even 10% up in, uh, in just resale homes from the end of July in 2020 to 2021. We've, really? We sold four, 459 homes as the end of July for this year. Okay. Is, that, is, that, is that even eclipsing pre-pandemic numbers? Oh, yes, sir. Well, our pre-pandemic numbers weren't the highest. We, we, we were on an upward trajectory moving up. And last year was probably the most amazing year that, that we've had in a long time. And we're outpacing that right now this year. If I'm not mistaken, Clara, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but if I'm not mistaken, I think Jeff uh, Hollingsworth, not Atkins, but Hollingsworth had shared one time that in 2007 or 2008, right at the Zenith, we had like 400 homes being built a year. Was it in that ballpark? Yeah, it was just under 400. We, we, were, we were putting new construction homes out, but that, that dropped drastically. Oh, I mean, we were, we were down in the 30s and 40s at one point in time. Yeah, it just for, fell off the year. chart. It fell off yeah. the chart like it did everywhere else. But, it, but it no, Randy, I was just trying to give you a perspective. Frankly, since 2007, over the last, what, 15 years, it hasn't been like this at all. And, and yeah. as Clara said, it was on an upward trajectory, but it wasn't 
you know, like it is today. And so there's a couple of things. Everybody I talk to about real estate says, well, you know, there's nothing for sale. And, and that's true, but it's not, isn't it? Because it's just turning so quick. Well, it is turning quite rapidly and we are starting to see a little bit of inventory pickup. And when I say a little bit, I'm talking a little bit. I, I pulled numbers yesterday and our MLS said there was 71 homes on the market. However, that's a misnomer because many of those homes have escape clauses or take backup offers, meaning there's a contract on them. We just have some reason that they're not in the, the under contract area. We had just over 30 homes on the market as of yesterday when I, when I pulled stats. And that's a better number than we've yeah, had, but it doesn't, it doesn't compare to the 475 that we've had in the past. You know, what I'm married to a seasonality. Give me, give me some history of the seasonality, Claire, because, you know, here in a market like Dallas, Fort Worth, because you got, you got school systems and things to consider and, and because of the demographic in the village, I'm just curious. I don't know. I've got suspicions. Is there, is there a seasonality? Is there a month that typically historically is just, it's red hot and other months that are just dead as Ned or. Well, we're interesting just because we are the unique hot springs village area. We, we track every month pretty well. I mean, we have a good selling season year round. Our summer months and our fair weather months seem to track a little bit better, but the, uh, an interesting note that I track every year and whether it's in long-term rentals, nightly rentals, or even home sales, the two weeks surrounding when school gets in session each year seems to slow down, but that's not even happening this year. Really? It, it, in the past, it, that I don't know if it's in our community, grandparents not traveling or, you know, folks staying home because schools are, you know, children are out in school. I'm not sure what causes that. But that's not the same this year. The, the, the market's hot. People are here. People are buying. I think some of those who have been looking and couldn't find anything because of our lack of inventory are reaching out again as well. So it's a win-win. Wow. I, another realtor, there are real, other realtors in the village. We're not going to mention their names, but there are others, had told me that, uh, and I asked the same question, Randy. I'm like, well, you know, it's just, you know, April to, to you know, September or whatever. And she said, no, no. She said the only time they slowed down really for her was in February, but that even January was good, that even December was good. And I, you know, I look at my, my short-term rentals, Randy, and I'm like, well, okay, we have surprise. One of our highest months is November. Oh yeah. Well, you know, the very end of October, early November is our leaf peeping season here. And it is beautiful, but the whole month long, by the end of November, we don't have any leaves and it's kind of rainy, you know, but it's still pretty. It's still beautiful but that's one of our best months of the year. It, it surpasses August. And, and then January is okay, but February, like for us, just drops off. And she said that was what a lot of realtors were seeing everywhere, which I thought was phenomenal. So if, if I were calling and I said, I wanted to see a house, you would have about 30 you could show me today. Is that right? In that ballpark? Yeah, probably have about 30 that we could get you in. And maybe a few more, you know, because inventory is changing daily. And New, some new constructions that maybe haven't made it to the market yet because they're not ready to be on the market might be able to show you a few of those as well. So if I was going to buy a townhouse over there on the north side of the lake in the historic district of Hot Springs <laughs> Village, right, right, Clara? Mm -hmm. I would get a bargain, man. What are you talking about? Or 
I would pay $380,000 for an 1,820 square foot, beautiful home built on a point on the front, on the lake with the literally 270 degrees down and right on the water. I'd heard that was the second highest price ever paid for a townhouse. Is that what you had known or? Well, townhouse prices are peaking right now. You know, all real estate is selling, but you can't get a better bargain to be on that pretty of an area. And Lake DeSoto was gorgeous. The townhouse had been completely remodeled and it was move in ready. It, it's everyone's dream. So. It really was. And, and, and Randy, you know, we had the townhouse show the other day where I was massively wrong about some things, but on this, I was right. Most townhouses do You're not really massively wrong about one thing. I was only ra- ju- just about, and, and maybe I was the vice chair of the town homeowner association. No, I should have got that one thing, right. You should have you know. just kept that under your hat and kept Yeah, going. probably. But my, my point being the vast majority of townhouses do not have covered parking or a garage or whatever. And that one did, or there's actually another one right over here that does. So the variety of just because it's a townhouse, it's not the quadplex or the triplex that you might think of. This is a standalone home with covered parking and gorgeous, simply gorgeous. It was a beautiful home. What do you see coming up? Uh, and, and, and by the way, you mentioned lots. Uh, we're seeing some traction on lots too, that there's, I, I had heard that the market had really cooled down because of the lumber prices. And now that the lumber prices are kind of trickling back down, maybe people are stepping back up and going, yeah, we do want to build that home and we will buy it a lot. Is that what you're hearing? Well, I, I haven't seen the trickle down on the new construction or the build. I think folks were holding their breath, hoping that the prices of lumber would come down before they had to commit to a price for their home. And mm-hmm. we had some issues of some who had already committed to a price point and the lumber prices raised up astronomically. I mean, that was also a problem as well. No, new construction is still ticking along just fine in our community. People are still looking for the perfect lot to build and that perfect solution. You know, you buy a, an existing home or a resale home, you have to go in and make it your own. You go buy a brand new home, it's already exactly everything you want or, or as close as you can get it. So there are some upsides to buying that brand new home. Yeah. I actually, just on a side note, I, and tomorrow, Randy, we're going to interview Jeff Harrington, who owns Village Hardware. And he was telling the other side of having a uh, spike in lumber prices. Lumber prices are now falling. And guess what, Randy? His inventory he's got sitting in, in the, in the uh, warehouse. Uh, yeah, it hasn't fallen yet. He had to mm-hmm. buy it at the higher rates. So <clears throat> it's riding a roller coaster. I guess we're all riding that at this time, right, Clara? Yeah, we're all riding. It doesn't matter what walk of the home industry that you're in. I, we're, we're all in this. And we still have supply shortages. Try to find appliances. Try to find windows. Anything like that is taking a while to get the right inventory, find the builder. You know, I still think it falls back to a, a labor pool shortage. Yeah, I can see how those would be associated. Randy, did you have any other questions about this or have we kind of covered? No, it? I'm assuming, Claire, that the the migration, I'm curious about the migration and and I know we, we've taken too much of your time. We promise to kind of keep this brief uh, for you and for our audience today, but the migration, I mean, here in Dallas-Fort Worth, of course, it, it's a whole different thing. However, I'm hearing all over the country, people that are migrating from economies that were vastly different. I'll use the prototypical example of the San Francisco Bay area mm-hmm. where somebody can, can cash out or gobs of money in what most of us in this part of the world would think, well, that's just a little modest house. 
but now can come to a place like hot springs village with cash in hand and live like kings i mean is that is that impacting the market there and have a bidding war for really nice houses right clara oh absolutely and i i still think you know we're a melting pot from all over the country but i do think we appeal to those who can't get a good dollar value out of their house you know the the, the downside is houses cost more to purchase right now but that goes hand in hand if you can sell your house you'll make a little bit more money right now as well so the dichotomy of the sales and have to buy process is there now, but I, I do think, you know, we do attract those that can put some money, some money in their pocket, can sell a little bit higher, can um, maybe reinvest their money in multiple ways or come here and buy a home to live in and maybe an investment property to go with it. I, I, I think we're very attractive in that way. More cash buyers today than ever. I can't say that. I still see plenty of loans. What you okay. know, uh, per, purchase money is still down. It hasn't inched up yet. You know, and it's expected to start inching up towards the end of the year. All the all the financial gurus are saying that it's expected to, but it hasn't. So when you can get money under three percent to buy a home, a lot a lot of financial people are saying, "Do that. Don't pull your money out of where it's safe." So, so let me let me get this in, and this is really kind of comes down to financing. If I pay a little bit more for the house than I wanted to, but I'm getting it at 3% money, is that still kind of an offset maybe? Could be, could be, but it depends on what you want. I think it all comes down to what we want and the house that we want. Can we get it? And yeah. sometimes we're willing to pay for that, whatever that might be. Huh. And, and I want to make you, you touched on this and we've never talked about this. Tell me about the psych the cyclical nature of townhouse values. I mean, we're, is it a roller coaster all the time? Is it relatively stable sometimes, or what? I think the I think townhome prices are cyclical only in the demand for real estate. When we have 475 homes on the market, the demand for townhomes is much lower. It just is because you can go get a small two bedroom home in a quiet <clears throat> little neighborhood. And so you have a variety of options, but when there isn't a, a home sales market because of the lack of inventory, well, those townhomes become very popular because they fill that bill or fill that, that, that niche that, that we have. And then that's when you start seeing lot price. That's when you start seeing lot sales and lot prices go up because, okay, I can't buy the resale home. I can't even get a townhome what are my options? And now I can go buy that lot, that, that view lot, that lakefront lot, that interior lot and build what I want. And that's, that's the village in a cycle. If I can't buy the resale and I can't get the town home, then I'll, I'll have to go build it. I got to get a piece of it one way or the other, right? One way or the other. And we want them to come, come to Hot Springs Village. I'll tell you what, I, I, I literally, this is one of the most enlightening. I always love interviewing you, dear, because you're one of the most enlightening hosts or guests that we've ever had. You always have inside information you're willing to share with us. And Randy, is it not helpful to you? Oh, it's, it's big time helpful. And go ahead and make the announcement that we had the conversation before we hit record. Clara's going to be coming back occasionally. Clara has oh. agreed graciously to be our, our reoccurring real estate expert. And I can't think of a better one. You're wonderful on camera. You're very knowledgeable. You're always very gracious. And it's like you're, what's that word? Positive. How about that? Yeah, yeah. we're all about that. <laughs> all right, That's we're awesome. going to we're, we're give her time back. Go ahead, Claire. 
No, I was going to say that's awesome. Love talking to you two guys. You do a great job. And I'd love to share, uh, share village stats with you. You know, the goal is to help other people love Hot Springs Village as much as we do. And we need a shameless plug before we walk out the door, Clara. Oh, do we? Yes, you know, we for do. All, for all your real estate needs, call the best. Remax of Hot Springs Village at 501-922-3777. I know the number, 377. You might say I call some days. I might say I call. <laughs> For Clara, for Clara Nicolosi, for Dennis Simpson, and for Randy Cantrell, it's Hot Springs Village Inside Out. Join us again soon. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a podcast where Hot Springs Village, Arkansas is the star. Please subscribe to the podcast. You can do that by visiting our website, hsvinsideout.com, and tell a friend.